0: You know, in this church, people have learned that you and I, we are made up of three parts. Uh, We have a body, and most people think the body you have is you, you know, the way you look, and so we take care of ourselves quite diligently. Even men these days, we take care of ourselves. You know, we have, you know, lotion and, you know, the metro era, right? So we have no lotion. We just clean ourselves. We just just make ourselves presentable. But all of us know that people, when they look at us, they define us, and therefore, we allow them to define us. We allow the world to define us by our body, you know, our muscles, not only the face, but the muscle, the body. So we, we take, an, take on an opinion about ourselves based on how we look physically. But do you realize that you are not your body? In fact, the real you is living inside you called the spirit, Your spirit is actually the real you. When you should perish one day, the real you will still exist. Now, you have a spirit, and you possess a soul, and then you live in a body. You are a spirit. Turn to your neighbor and say, you are a spirit. And you possess a soul. And you live in a body. Now, let me explain to you what that means. Your body, you know very well. You can see it physically. But that body is the weakest part of you. That body that you see got sickness, got pain, you know, got 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 you know eyes problem, you can't see problem, you need glasses, you know. That body of you got you know when you get to my age, you know, have a bit of a pain here and there, you know. I I, I look like twenty three, but I'm not, you know. I'll let you guess, right? But you know we got pain and about you know this limitation to your body and it's by design and not only limitation to your body but the limitation has been put on you by the world you know the world put on you you know many of you feel like life should be bigger and better but you are constrained by the system of the world by the banking system of the world by the governmental system of the world by the societal cultural peer pressure whatnot. all this is constraining you you want to be doing much better you want to go further. But you are limited physically because you're living in a physical world. And this world has somehow limited your existence. And so now you're like everybody else struggling. And so you have big dreams. But this body you're living in is limiting you to see that dreams because it is the weakest body. And unfortunately, most people spend their lifetime just focused, on what they see, which is the weakest link of who they are, but the real you is not the body. The real you is the spirit that is in you, that is without limit. As a matter of fact, if you are a born again believer,s this is what the Bible says about you, uh, about your spirit. Go ahead and turn to the Scripture, First John, four seventeen. You can put it up on the screen. Okay, This is what the Bible says about people who are born again. You know, the kids here just now, they were enacting, receiving Jesus Christ into their heart. That enactment is a process, what we call being born again. And when you're born again, the Bible says love has been perfected among us who are born again. Is this is that we may have bonus in the day of judgment because of what? Because as he is so will we be in the world? Is it it what it says here? Come on, read with me. As he is, so are we in this world. This is what he's talking about. The Bible says that for those of us who are born again believers, who have Jesus living in our hearts, your spirit is like God's spirit not 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 God when, when not when Jesus when Jesus was on earth he was really powerful already. Right? he made all the miracles but that not just that but he, you are like him now right now sitting at the right hand of God with everything being subject to him everything the bible says that your spirit is as powerful as Jesus' spirit right now sitting in the right hand of the Father in heaven. I'm going to show you something else. Go to the next scripture. 1 Corinthians 6 17 But he that would be Jesus who is joined to the, sorry, not, not Jesus, he that would be us who is born again who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Now in this scripture, Paul the Apostle is speaking about husband and wife being together, become one, and that he is saying that those of us who are born again, we are joined to the Lord in one spirit with him. Do you know that you are not a shadow of God's spirit? You are not the copy of God's spirit. The Bible says you are one with him you are like him you are as him you you and him you are so connected there's really no distinction between your spirit and jesus wow that is huge show you one more scripture to prove that i'm wrong i'm right (laughs) it's not Freudian this is what the bible says The Word of God said that you are of God, little children, and have overcome them. That would be the world. Because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. So the Spirit of God that is joined to your spirit now, that's he that is in you, that is bigger than anything you could see in the physical world. So your spirit person, which is the real you, are bigger than anything in the world and that everything in the world is subjected to you, the spirit in you, not you physically, but subject to you in the spirit because God's spirit is joined together with yours and that your spirit is as as his spirit. So the whole world is subjecting to you. Potentially, you can actually physically control them. That's a big statement to make. So in other words, what you see this one, I always joke around, this, this amazing handsome face, that you see it's not me. What you see in your neighbor is not you or your neighbors as they appear physically. They're weak. they got sickness. They're struggling with sin. They're struggling with identity. They're struggling with loneliness. You're struggling with all kinds. They wish they could be perfect. They wish they could be like Superman. But they can't because they are limited by their weaknesses. That is their physical world, but physical being. But your real being is the spirit being. That being is amazing. That being can change the world. So, how do you get? that being that is so powerful in you, the super that is in you, how do you let the being come out? You know, if you like all those supernatural, you know, those super movies, you know, uh, you know uh, Aquaman. You know, I'm on DC World first, okay, Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and I don't know, and 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 then and Superman, right? And and then and you go to the Marvel world, you know, you got like uh, Incredible Hulk, you know, and you got like uh, 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 Iron Man is not super; he's just got machines, so that's not real. Um, So you know. I don't know. Who I, anyway, anyway, anyway you, you know super. The super, they have allowed that super in them to be manifested. There is such a hunger for all of us, for humanity. Wish that we, there's something in us that will come out and become strong and powerful. And that could just rid of all our problems. And would we'll be able to be in control. And that are not allowing the circumstances to limit us because we know. Something much bigger is inside us. So, what's the key? I'll show you right now, and then we're going to close. This is the key, Third John chapter 2. This is the Bible, this is the Word of God that tells us how you will see yourself manifested, your spirit, in the physical world. Now, here it is. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I'll read it one more time. See if you can get it. Beloved, I pray that you may prosper and in all things. Which means not just money. In all things. You can prosper in everything. In your relationship, in your businesses, in your school, in whatever endeavor you're putting your hands on, you can prosper in all things and be in good health. No sickness, no sorrow, nothing. Being prosperous in all things. Well, don't don't let the scripture go yet. Just put it back on again. I just want to show you. Just as read it with me, just as your soul prospered, just as your soul prospers. Now it's funny because it didn't say your spirit prosper. It says your soul prosper. Now you see the reason he doesn't say your spirit and a lot of a lot of I, I even heard preachers say so is spirit spirit is so it cannot be further from the truth because the bible have already Distinguish the difference between soul and spirit. One scripture is that the word of God is more powerful than a double edged sword. You know, it can cut through even the asunder of soul and spirit's bone and marrow. In other words, if, as you can separate bones from marrow, you know, you know the difference between bone and marrow, right? Do you? Or some of you don't know, you think bone is marrow. Do you know what a marrow is, right? A marrow is the, 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 the thing inside the bone, right that 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 bloody thing inside the bone that's where you produce all your blood cells i i, I don't know we have a blood specialist here you know that's how you pray. Your bless. Yeah, that that is not your bone; that is marrow. And the bones, the Bible says, He can easily separate the spirit and soul, and it is bone and marrow. In other words, it tells us that the spirit and souls are different things. So I heard a lot of pastors, even pastors say, "Oh, he, he means your spirit prosper. Your spirit cannot be any more prosper than it is right now as a born again believer." But you say, Pastor, I've sinned. I'm struggling with sin. But do you know that even though your soul and your physical body may be struggling with sin or sickness, your spirit is perfect. It is always perfect under the blood of Jesus in Christ Jesus. He's always perfect. That's why the scriptures say there's therefore now no condemnation. Because it's perfect. If you're in Christ Jesus, your spirit is perfect. You're struggling with all different things. You know, sickness, disease, sin, struggle, whatever. You know, but your spirit is perfect. When God look at your spirit, he doesn't see all those struggles you have. He sees that perfect spirit that needs to come out and reign and rule as opposed to allow the body. Which is the weakest link of you, which is the weakest part of you to be in control. Now, how do you allow your your physical body now to be subjected to that spirit man that is massive that can do amazing things? This is the key: is your soul. What is your soul? It's your emotion, it's your intellect, it's your wisdom. That's your soul. How you feel. You're struggling with, with, with dirty thoughts. You, you're struggling, trying to run away from the, cheat the government. That's your soul. Your soul needs to prosper. Because if your soul doesn't prosper, your body will live accordingly. You know, the reason why you see some people they are sick is because their soul is sick. I'll tell you this even Christians, born again believers, who doesn't know this truth, they are sick physically they're, they're, because their soul is not well. The spirit is perfect, the spirit is born again, regenerated, is under the blood of Jesus, is perfect. They're going to go straight to heaven, but it's the soul. You see, the Christian faith is this, is that not only we are looking forward to eternity, but we are also given the opportunity to live life to the fullest while on earth. It is true, the Bible says, that if our faith, Christian faith, is just about this lifetime, we are most miserable of all men. And it is true that our faith is not about this lifetime, it's about the future, it's about, it's about after you die, if you may. But our faith is also about this lifetime. We have this amazing faith that you can know what you believe is true by experiencing the power of God, the regeneration of your spirit right now in this lifetime. Because frankly, a lot of other religion will tell you about what you can get after you you finish on earth, you're going to have seven virgins, whatever. How are you going to claim refund if it's not true after you die? Can you come back and claim refund from those religious leaders? Are you here this morning? A lot of people promise many, many things about afterlife. It's so easy to promise that because you can claim the refund after you're gone. But our faith in God can be tested and lived out to the fullest while you're still living. And that faith, the way that you do it, it's to work from the spirit to your soul so how do you cause your soul to prosper so if you know your spirit is the strong man is perfect and your body is the weakest what you want to do is instead of subjecting your soul your emotion your intellect your reasoning to the limitation of the body you learn to yield your soul to the spirit You, your soul to your spirit, then you will see the soul now being influenced. And so now the soul then being, begin to bring influence to your physical body. It's all about the soul. Yes. So how do you cause your souls to prosper? Especially those of you who are born again. How do you yield to the Spirit? Well, here's how. I call it soul renewal. Okay? Now, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 16, Therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our what man is perishing. We're growing wrinkles, you know. He got blotches, you know, and we're trying to use makeup to cover it. And those guys like me in midlife crisis, you know, we go work out, (laughs) try to deny that we get no, you know, and all the other things that I do to make myself look young shandai, right? (laughs) So, So our man is perishing, but look at this. It says, yet the inward man, it's not talking about spirit here. It's talking about your soul. Most of the time I've been taught, this is talking about spirit. Your spirit doesn't need to be renewed. Your spirit is is like perfect. It doesn't need to be renewed. You don't have to be born again every week. You don't have to be born again every day. Your spirit is perfect. Everybody say, my spirit spirit. is perfect. Perfect. That is if you're a born again believer. I'm going to give you an opportunity to do that if you're not. He's talking about your inward man is being renewed. Your soul is being renewed day by day. Day by day. Now you say, Pastor, how do I renew my soul day by day? How do I do that? Well, it's very simple. The first thing is, well there are many ways, actually, there's many ways. I mean, the key really is, at the end, we want our soul to you more and more to the spirit. If your soul you more and more to the spirit, your soul will be renewed more and more. How do you, you, your soul more to the spirit? Well, there are many, many things we do. Now, today I don't have a lot of time to share with you many things, because it's a lifetime learning. There are many, many things. That we can do the renewal of Soma. Listen to this very carefully. Because that's the difference between religious talk and spiritual talk. This church is not about religion. We have discarded religion. And we have embraced spirituality in Christ Jesus. Religion is about rules and law. And Bible calls people who are religious slaves. Bible literally says people who are religious, they are slaves. Because they have rules, and they're like children, have no authority or power, so they have to follow rules. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about the reality that you can experience in Christ Jesus. The reality that will help you to live life to the greatest, to the fullest. You know those little dreams that you have when you're a little child? They're not there by accident. You know, those kids, they have dreams to be whatever. You know, I, I tell you this, they didn't, you know, just that dream, it's just those dreams. They are real dreams. And, and somehow because our limitation of our body, we have, we have put aside the dream and hidden it away and tugged it away and buried it forever. All the potential that we have because we have come to believe that the real us is our physical limitation, is our physical body. And so we've given up our dream. And they say that the place that has the greatest potential and treasures are the graveyards because there are so many of us. In fact, most people have perished without fulfilling all the potential because they have come to believe that who they are is their physical body. I come to tell you this morning, if you're born again, God can cause your spirit to come alive again and when your spirit has come alive again it can influence your soul and when your your soul is fully influenced and yielded to the spirit you're going to do amazing things that you never imagined you could do but you need to learn how to yield your soul or renew your soul to your spirit and one reason why we come every Sunday, is not because we want to fulfill religious obligation. I tell the people in this church, you know, they usually shock some guests come here. I said to them, you know, you don't actually come to, need to come to church because God loves you as much already. You can do one thing for Him to love you anymore. He'd exhaust his love on you. You can do one religious thing to make him happier. Not. Cannot. Cannot. See, Christian faith is like any, is unlike, unlike all the religion in the world. All the religion in the world, in fact, unfortunately, including some of the, in the Christian circle, we're teaching that you know, you can make God happier if you come to church. Really, seriously, He's the God of the universe. You're but nothing, a dust, whatever you do. You can't make Him any happier. Are you kidding me? And the, I say, well, why you come to church on Sunday? It's not for God. He loves me already. I come to learn. Learn His way. Learn that the way that he, how He had taught us to allow the Spirit that has been reborn again or born again and regenerated. How that the Spirit comes out. Let the super comes out so that we can live supernaturally. So that we can have a life that is full of abundance. Have a life that is has influenced people. Not that it's, it's without persecution. I guarantee you if you live fully you have persecution but you know but you you have full life God's plan and purposes for you to be healthy and prosperous. You will have persecution, like I say, but persecution He will give you the strength. He will not cause you to go through anything that's beyond your strength. He promised that. But at the end of the day it's for your spirit to rise up. He wants your spirit to rise up. We come every Sunday morning is to learn how we can yield more to the spirit that is living in us so that our soul can be yielded to the spirit. Our soul can be renewed and our soul eventually can prosper and it will bring that prosper and health to our physical environment, to our physical body. That's the whole idea. That's why people come every Sunday. People go to university, go to school, go to seminars to improve themselves. And I'll tell you this, that's, that's one way to improve yourself. But those are limitations. What we do is we want to get back into the spirit, go to who we are, the spirit that can be re- has been regenerated, the spirit that has been born again. We want to go back there because it's joined with God and it's powerful as God. And it. We want that spirit to come out. And that's why we come every Sunday. So every time when you have a spiritual act, for example, when you worship God, you don't feel like it. Your soul telling you no, you don't feel like it. Your head telling you, your physical body telling you, you're in pain, whatever. You don't feel like it, but you still keep pressing it because you're yielding your soul to the spirit. As you do, your soul will become renewed and prosper more. Every Sunday we come in the morning, we listen to the sermon. Like now I'm speaking to you. Your mind is being renewed and we're going to talk about that in a few seconds. And so now you're learning your soul to be yielding more to the Spirit. And the more you do that, the more often you do that, the more the Spirit becomes more influential in you to the point that you can actually walk around in miracles. You know, miracle has to be real. In this church, we've seen so many miracles. People get healed. We've seen food get multiplied. He said, I don't believe that. I pointed to the person that had the testimony. We see God provide miraculously, but we also know a lot of Christians still struggling with sickness and disease, because we yet to yield our soul to the Spirit within us that has the Spirit of God lives in us. Ultimately, yielding to God. So, how do we do it quickly? Do you read the renewal of? So, number one is Romans 12 12. Do not be conformed to this world, the standard of this world, the limitation of this world, the corruption of this world, the, the, whatever the world had told you you are. Do not be conformed to them, but be transformed. Everybody say, transform? transform. Why, how do you be transformed? By the renewing of your mind. That's how you get transformed. You, you're thinking. You've been told one thing growing up about you, about your future, about your limitation. And God said, don't listen to what has been said to you. Listen to my word and being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Your mind needs to switch. Think differently. How do you think? You think like your spirit thinks. You say, I don't know how my spirit thinks. Your spirit man that is joined with God thinks like this. You want to find out how you think you read this. That's the Bible, by the way. It's not a book I just wrote, you know, but it's a Bible. You think like this. The more you are attuned to your spirit, the more you're aware of your spirit, the more your soul is going to influence your body. So if the people say to you, you know, you, you you, you need to work two jobs in order for you to be prosperous, that's the worldly system that taught you that. But this system tells you you need to rest, and he'll take care of the rest. Oh, it rhymes. I like that. (laughs) You need to rest so that he can take care of the rest. It's not striving. It's not containing, laboring, you know, work so hard, your kids don't even know who you are. But he's going to provide miraculous ways for you to realize that. But you need, to, you need to renew your mind. So every Sunday we come here, we try to renew your mind. And some of you sitting here, you've been a Christian for a while, been to Catholic church or whatever, I'm just renewing your mind right now. I'm just telling you don't be conformed to the religious teachings of the world that tell you that all you need to do is to slave away. Don't be a slave you call the sons and daughters of the Most High God. Live like one. I don't know how to live it. Come every Sunday. It will teach you. That's why we here every Sunday to learn how to grow. Give you two, two more examples, then we're going to close. Another one that we talk about often, and for those of you, many of you who will come here in this church, new, is, is uh, uh, we talk about praying in the Spirit. You know, uh, uh, praying in the Spirit is not Holy Spirit Moving your tongues. Praying in the Spirit is your spirit. Pray. 1 Corinthians fourteen four 4 says your spirit prays. How does your spirit pray? You don't even know how to locate that spirit. But friends, when you got filled with the Holy Spirit, He's going to give you a language and that you're, 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 you're able to speak what your spirit with God's spirit filled you up, be able to communicate. The more you do it, the more your mind is going to shift to focus on your spirit man and that super in you, that is the spirit man in you will be more manifested. Because of time, I'm going to finish my point. If you can't have the worship team to come out. All other spiritual acts, whatever the spiritual acts are, you say, what are they? Kind to people, be generous. Every spiritual act you do, Pull you further to the spirit world, to your spirit man. Cause your soul to be more influential to the spirit man. Let me tell you this. We as human beings, Christians, born again no less, we spend most of our lifetime, most of our existence, every single week on the physical. Like you go to work, it's a physical stuff. You eat is physical. And, not, and you know, work and eat itself is actually doesn't they, they don't take most of your time unless you're glutton, you know. Go to a buffet every day. So, no, no, you know, your eating and your work takes only a portion of your time. And yet we allow our life to be spent mostly about the things of the flesh. One of the scripture that I haven't shared with you, but it's written in the word of God, it said, those Whose mind is on the spirit is spiritual. If you set your mind on the flesh, your physical body then is flesh. I'm not saying don't take care of your physical body. I take care of my physical body. I take care of what I eat. I enjoy food. I love to have good tasting food. I'm a foodie person. I'm totally a foodie person. I'll eat anything you put in front of me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But I'll eat them. And I also work out, you know. I enjoy life. I do. I do enjoy a lot. But I start to spend more of my time in the spirit things. I mind the spirit things spiritual things more than my flesh so i i study the bible more often you know i know some of us are not at the stage where we can handle studying five four five chapters a day but you know listen to good sermon good preacher like me you know and it will encourage you You come on sunday you know we encourage you how many of you encourage your lead right now as you hear me talk right that's the proof that's the proof that you're your spirit, man, become more converted, more changed and transformed to you. Sorry, my spirit, man. your soul more transformed and you to your spirit, man, as you come and sit here and listen. But that's just one hour every week. That's not enough. How many hours you spend, you spend uh, um, eating? Just think about this. Let's do a math here. You know, you go to a restaurant Right, some of you like to go to a nice fancy restaurant. Now you sit down, you know, all the ambience or whatever. You say, I only do that once a week, but even that is more, it's longer than coming to church. Some people spend two hours at those French restaurants. They make you wait forever. Right? They have you a bit of wine. You say, Pastor, drink wine. Well, you know, let's wine and, and uh, have a bit of a bread, you know, and lots of butter, shaka. Eat the bread this days they're healthier They give you olive oil you know it's healthier that's not doesn't taste the same but anyways you spend a lot of time sitting in a restaurant longer than you sit in the presence of God or listening to sermon and the Word of God no wonder our flesh is dominant I want to encourage you to spend your time go ahead and stop playing spend your time for the spiritual things come to church for example Fellowship with other believers that talk about faith. Don't fellowship with people that don't believe in God. You, you, you just cause yourself, you know, to, to go to the flesh. Just fellowship with people that just have great faith and believe in God. Just, just talk to them. That will cause you to transform your mind and you, your soul, your spirit. Your mind is part of your soul. You can do it it is promised i know individual that i've met personally that i walk in supernatural i know this fellow i met him once i was introduced to him by another person and i met him in what's that little town in pennsylvania i can't remember um i met him because i was being introduced to him and in his church there are people that have steel plates at the back because they had gotten an accident and so they had to to put a steel plates in there and so when you have a steel plates at the back you you can't do this you can't do this either right but in his testimony that he shared if I mention his name you know who he is you know there are numerous people when they came out to get prayed for the steel plates disappear And bone was restored how do you how do you even square that I I can't square you know that's amazing so it's not only in Bible's days but it's today let me tell you this I'm gonna close with this many Christians have theories born-again Christian you have theories great theories but theories at the end is just theories when, but, the, when, but, when you, but when you can experience the theories, that theories become reality. We have many theories about our faith, but have you experienced your faith that the Bible had promised? Because if you have not, all you have is just theory. But God wants you to live outside theory and go into reality. You have to experience the theory because before it becomes a reality and you can start that today you can start making a commitment to God if you're born again Christian you say God I'm just gonna start focusing more on the spirit are you happy with where you at? I'm speaking to Christians now are you happy do you do you feel like there is more to life than what you are living and how you're living today. I want to encourage you to invest more time you know, the reason we live the way we live is how we, we what we sow. You know, you what you sow. You sow in a lot of flesh, you know. I mean, it's not wrong to go to a restaurant, watch movies, whatever. They're all great, good activities, and and, and you know, I, I'm not opposed to that you go for it, do it, you know, whatever. But just 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 mind the time, the percentage of time that you dedicated to different things. But if you spend more time in the spirit, I'll tell you this, your soul is gonna yield your spirit and you're gonna be a walk more in the supernatural and begin to see miracles after miracles after miracles after miracles. And God wants you to live that way. He wants you to be healthy. He wants you to be whole. He wants you to, you know, all make the right decision all the time, you know. But you, your your soul to your spirit.